Hi, I'm Garrett, and this is the College Football Flyover. Okay, guys, week six is done in the history books, and Florida's got the victory. Auburn rolled into town, their mystery machine, Scooby-Doo van, and they decided to drive it right off a cliff, which, well, not necessarily. It's not like Auburn just played absolute terrible. We actually played good. We caused them to play bad. Final score, 24-13. Of course, all of us watched it. The only reason they even have 13 is because we gave them 13 points. We earned all of our points. We gave them 13 points. Of course, you know, there was uh, three turnovers on both sides of the ball. I mean, well, teams, I mean. Auburn gave it up three times. We gave it up three times. So ultimately, it's a wash. So a little bit sloppy there, but this game was a flash of the former greatness that was the Gators years ago. Now, on the surface, it may not seem like that because it's a little bit sloppy of a game. But let me let me take a second here to explain because I, I did some stat deep dive research here. So, after everything was said and done, Florida ran 72 offensive plays okay, to Auburn 61. Now, that's just a 12-play difference, which is still pretty big for any football game. But at one point in this game, in the third quarter, we had a 20-play advantage on them. Now, as Gator fans, we have not seen that in a long, long time. Let me quickly walk you back through the history here, and let's try to find the last game where we had such a healthy ratio of offense and defense versus the opponent in a top 10 game. I'm not talking about Gators playing little Towson or something like that. I'm talking about in big time SEC games or bowl games or whatever have you that we won. When's the last time we actually had a healthy offense? Let's just go back and look here. In 2018, We only had two ranked, highly-profile games. That was the bowl game with Michigan, okay? And and then we had LSU at home. In both those games, the opponents ran more offensive plays than us. Michigan ran 67, we ran 64. LSU ran 75, we ran 71. Now, we came out with, with the victory, but it was more of a defensive effort. Right? Think of last season, struggle on offense, the whole Felipe Franks up and down, shushing the fans. Defense carried us that season. Let's go to 2017. You know, which is <laughs> Max year he got fired. Four win total? No. In fact, our entire ranked offense was 108th at the end of that year. That's expected for a four win team. 2016? Nope. There were no games where we had a healthy ratio offense. In fact, we were, at the end of the season, we ranked 107th. Let's go back to 2015. This was Mackle Shark Lover's first season. We, we remember he had some quick success, but it was all defense. At the end of the season, we were ranked 100th in offense. 2014, the year Muschamp got fired. 
course, you can't do anything. We, you know, we're, we're not going to be ranked very high with only six wins. We finished the season 75th in offense. 2013, our other four-win season, we finished 103rd ranked in offense. 2012, must champ's second season. We ended up going 11-2, and two, and I remember that season so vividly. And it was nothing but defense. And listen to this. We finished the season ranks 78th. But here's how defensive our squad was to a nothing offense. We played Missouri that year in November 3rd, 2012. Okay. Missouri ran 86 plays and we ran 56 that is a difference of 30 plays and we ended up winning 14 to 7 those 14 points were defensive scores okay so we've gone from 2017 all the way back to 2012 with nothing offenses 2011 this is will muschamp's first year we finished 71st ranked offense Okay, Urban's last season in 2010, we finished 43rd. We went 8 and 5. We had a we had a very difficult season with offense that year. Of course, Urban was checking out. 2009. And in my head when I did this research, I was thinking, "Man, I bet you it's going to be the Cincinnati Bowl game and the Sugar Bowl that I went to." But that wasn't the case. Yes, we blew out Cincinnati. But it was more of Cincinnati was just not a good team. And, okay, you have to go all the way back to October 10th, 2009, when the number one ranked Florida went into LSU's Death Valley, who was ranked number four. We ran 64 offensive plays to their 47. 17 play difference. It was a tough battle, and we only won 13-3. But that is the last time that Gator fans experienced an actual healthy offense. No gimmicks. No trick crazy plays, except for the punt down, the uh, fourth down trick play punt that we ran. But I don't really, you know, that was just trying to make something happen. And Dan Mullen already took credit. That was his mistake. But the offense as a whole, even when Trask went out injured and Emory came in, nothing changed. We still moved the ball on a really good Auburn defense. Flashes of former greatness right there. I mean, it was just amazing. And I'm going to give you three reasons why it definitely feels like our program has turned. Turned back to what it should be. Obviously, what I just said. And by the way, if you're wondering about last season, 2018, we, we finished 22nd in offense. Now, think about last season and how terrible our quarterback situation was. And we still finished 22nd. Currently, we are 52nd ranked this season with half a season to go. I really think we can move up above 22nd ranked but as long as we're keeping that healthy ratio keeping our offense out there moving the ball no matter how 
run here and there past to Freddie Swain or over there to Pitts. Just keep the ball on the field. We will win most of our games. Back to my three reasons. The yes, uh, Saturday's game was just a glimpse of what we were. Number one, like I, like I talked about, the healthy ratio. Number two, the atmosphere. Game day showed up. The crowd was absolutely out of their minds. The, all the traditions with Tom Petty. I don't know if you go on Twitter, Instagram, or whatever. A lot of fans have been posting clips from the game, from the crowd. And it was incredible. Okay? No one gets out of there alive. We took the swamp back in a huge, huge way. And the number three, Dan Mullen. He was here when we won our national championships. He was our OC. He understands what we need here and what we're all about. Okay, he was pumped up out of his mind before and after the game. He was running around the stadium high-fiving everybody after the game. That is incredible. Ain't that neat? Wasn't that neat? That's what McElwain would have said. He would have walked into the press conference. Warned that something. Freaking McElwain. We actually have a coach that wants to be here and understands and was here when we were great. That cannot be looked over. Everything that we wanted and more happened. Well, I, I wouldn't take the turnovers. But it was a wash at the end, right? Here's some final thoughts from the Auburn game. Like I said, this, this section is going to be, be a little bit longer, but it has to be for such a great moment for us. In 10 years, <laughs> we've been waiting for this. this. You can feel the program moving back to where it needs to be. And here's some final thoughts. Our defense played amazing, and Zuniga didn't even play. He will be ready for LSU. That's incredible to me. It means we're going to be even better next week. David Reese is the absolute best player on our defense. That man is making solo tackles left and right. In fact, once again, just like a few weeks ago, he had 13 tackles. He may not have the interceptions and sacks, but this man, nobody gets by him. Okay, Sean Davis played incredible, and so did Steiner at safety positions. Of course, Sean Davis had an interception. In fact, Sean Davis, let's see, Sean Davis, Marco Wilson, and Donovan Steiner all had interceptions. Uh, And this was just news today. Sean Davis won Defensive Player of the Week in the country, and Freddie Swain, one of our wide receivers, won Offensive Player of the Week. Just baller. Both sides of the, of the ball. Our team was ready. You know, it's just how pumped are you right now for Gator football? So let's talk about LSU for just a second. Game day is going to Death Valley. That's two weeks in a row. Gators are going to be on college game day. It's a little nerve wracking, but once again, we're the underdogs. All the polls came out this week, and the only poll that gave us any respect was the AP poll. Well, and the coaches poll. Put us at seven. 
ESPN doesn't even have us in the top 10. <laughs> I'm okay with that. I would rather be ranked 50th. I, you know, I don't even care about the rankings. I want to be the underdog. We play better. So everybody's scared about LSU because they're dropping all these points on nobody teams. Okay? They have not played an elite defense. Texas dropped 409 yards on LSU. If Texas can do that, we can definitely move the ball on LSU, just like we did Auburn. Okay? Here's here's the catch. Gators haven't won a big road a big road game with Dan yet. Well, we haven't had many because we had a lot of people come to Gainesville last year. The biggest road win was Mississippi State last year, which, I mean, Mississippi State's kind of halfway down to the garbage can, so whatever. This is a huge statement game, much bigger than the Auburn game. All right, big chance to prove our, our program has fully bought into Mullen, and the tide in this program has shifted. All right, moving on. SEC, good, bad, and garbage. Don't have too much to talk about today. There weren't too many SEC games going on. Let's talk about the good. Obviously, the Gators, Georgia, demolishing Tennessee. And let's talk about LSU. Well, yeah, no, let's not talk about LSU. They beat Utah State. Oh, well. They beat them by a lot, but let's let them puff themselves up thinking they're going to annihilate us. I'm fine with that. Okay. Let's go to the bad section. Now, Missouri beat Troy. Why are they in the bad section? Well, they lost Kelly Bryant for the season, which means our game against them later in the season, percentage chance to win just went up. Tough break for Kelly Bryant. He's out for the season, probably won't play in college again. But that puts Missouri in the bad. Auburn, obviously, in the bad. If you're an Auburn fan, you're just pissed off at life. Ole Miss beating Vandy in the bad. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) both teams are poo-poo, so they're in the bad. Hot garbage section, Kentucky and Arkansas. They both didn't play, but they're still in the hot garbage section because... USA Today, they rank all 130 FBS teams. Kentucky comes in at 72nd ranked. Boy, they have just tanked, right, since we beat them. Arkansas is 105th ranked. They didn't play, but they're still hot garbage. I have to mention them. There is now one more section underneath hot garbage, and it's the residue slime of garbage after it's been burned down. Like, this is what's left like the slime, the ashes, after garbage has been burnt. That's Tennessee. They are ranked 106th, and they do not have an FBS win. They are out of 130 FBS teams. They are the only one that does not have an FBS win. They have two wins over FCS teams. Chattanooga, and uh, I don't remember. Who cares? 
That is abysmal. They actually have a chance to go the rest of the season and not have an FBS win. They play Vandy, so there's hope. But if they happen to go through the rest of the season and not get an FBS win, that has got to be an all-time record. I don't know. I'll have to deep dive that one. But man, Tennessee, you looked... Everybody's going to remember the 14-10 halftime score against Georgia. And the only reason it was 14-10 was Georgia just kept running up the gut. Tennessee, all they can do is load all 11 defensive players into the box. And Georgia kept running into it. It made no sense to me. But after halftime, they actually threw the ball. And they absolutely annihilated Tennessee. I don't know. I don't know what Kirby was doing. But it wasn't smart. Anyway, enough of that. Moving on. And we got the last section, the NCAA. Once again, flying over the NCAA. Not a whole lot going on. I feel like every week it's been that way. There's like one or two premier games of the week. And then everything else is just sort of okay. Yeah, we have some good games, but not like high-profile matchups. And I kind of took a preview of the rest of the season, too, of all the times and schedules there's just not a whole lot this year. We don't have like that one week where there's like six, you know, eight, six to eight ranked teams playing each other. It's, it's kind of unusual that way, but we do, we do have a few to talk over. Cincinnati, <laughs> Cincinnati Dutch Ovens, UCF for their second loss. Yep, they farted all over UCF, gave UCF their second loss. And it surely feels like UCF is slowly creeping back into the closet. Go away. See you later. Bye-bye. Enough about them. Stanford finds a way. They actually find a pulse in their program and beats Washington 23-13. My brother David called this game. He said, oh, Stanford's going to find a way to win. And they, they did. Washington's a weird team. The only takeaway from this game that any of us care about is if Justin, Dave, and I want to actually go to a Washington game, the tickets are getting cheaper by the week. So that's a plus. And then we have Oklahoma State losing to Texas Tech. And I have to ask the question, has the mullet himself, Mike Gundy, lost the juice? I... Are they getting tired of him? Are Oklahoma State fans getting tired of Mike Gundy? I don't know. Does anybody care? I don't know. I don't. So we're moving on. And the last game I only talk about really is SMU, who have not been relevant in my lifetime. Of course, the famous death penalty. There's a great 30 for 30 documentary on it from from a few years ago. They actually have a good team this year. They had a huge fourth quarter comeback against Tulsa. I should know this. I don't care. They had 21 points in the fourth quarter, 13 points in OT. Just the comeback alone is pretty impressive. Okay? They've never been relevant in my life. And maybe they can get something rolling here to be another Texas team that's going to be pretty good in the future. I don't know. We'll see. But that's it. 
Nothing else to talk over. Big game next week. LSU. Gators. Oh, boy. Here we go, boys. Catch you on the flip.